Hello. How's it going? It's it's great. It's good. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> that really descended quickly. <laughs> How's it really going? It's going well. Okay. Yeah. No no major complaints. All right. Uh, what are we talking about today? Well, our last episode was about working without a deadline. Yeah. That changed abruptly. That abruptly changed. Because <laughs> we're launching the Kickstarter for Questlandia Updated and Expanded Edition in like three days. Hey, surprise, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a deadline kind of snuck up on us. It did. We were literally just being like, okay, well, if we're going to enjoy some more non-deadline work, let's just make sure we understand when the next thing is. That's how the conversation started. Yeah, we were like, let's have like a, a deadline in the future. Right. And so we figured our next deadline thing would be the Kickstarter for the Questlandia reprint. And so we looked at the openings for when that could happen. And we were like, huh, that's in six weeks. <laughs> yeah, it was either in like <laughs> six weeks or it was like in, you know, after February or something. Right. Because this the stretch of time between November and January is just like absorbed by Christianity for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> so there's been a bit of a rush for the past month to get everything in order to make this possible. And making Kickstarters, like, we've made Kickstarters. I think at this point, we're like, we know what it takes to pull a Kickstarter together, for sure. We, the first thing we did is we went to kickstarter.com. <laughs> Write this down. Yeah, walk me through it. <laughs> and we set up a project page, and we just did a super rough sketch of everything that we wanted on that page. You yeah. know, like all the sections, all the text, all the images. Just to throw it down and be like, okay, what are we missing? How close are we? And I would say the biggest missing thing we found was our inability to express what Questlandia was. Yeah, <laughs> which has been an issue that we've had for since it's come out. Yeah. It's been an issue with Questlandia since the beginning of Questlandia. Uh, and this is actually the second episode that we've tried to record um, about this because our last we tried to record last week about this process of pulling the Kickstarter together. And we realized towards the end of the episode that we still were struggling with how to pitch Questlandia. And the episode just spiraled into like a like an existential crisis of like negativity and like everybody's going to be pleading to listen to this. <laughs> this we should release that as bonus audio oh god never um, <laughs> but maybe i'll okay let me let me splice hold on let me give i'll i'll splice a few clips in right here of me just sparing at the end i think at one point i like made a really horrible voice too like a funny voice but it was like not a good one asteroid miners or a noble knight box 
toolkit. And then I did that thing again where like I hated what I did and then I couldn't stop doing it. And uh-huh. so I just kept making the horrible voice. Neutral <laughs> fantasy. It's apolitical. Got to include some sounds of the, the background children outside oh, our window too. Yeah. And then can we, get it. we were like, I think we can like, let's just push through. Let's pull this episode together. But then there were children outside the window playing with trucks for literal hours making that vroom vroom and it's like <laughs> it's it's like why do we even design games when somebody can be entertained by making a vroom sound for hours vroom. on end it was just this low like <laughs> and we kept we would be like okay let's like give it a few minutes and then we'd give it a few minutes and then the, you know small children would just be like <laughs> To be fair, I'm glad for their imaginative fun. I That's a future role player in the works, 100%. <laughs> Customer in the making. So that's a, <laughs> always be selling. <laughs> so that was our, yeah, that was our attempt to do an episode about this upcoming Kickstarter. That episode we had to scrap um, and now we are re we are recording and we are sooner to the Kickstarter than we were when we recorded that. The We went into that episode knowing we did not have the pitch ready. We knew that that was what we were working on and we wanted to talk a little bit about it. Yeah. I feel like what blindsided us was how stressful and upsetting that situation was. <laughs> yeah. To be a week from the Kickstarter and not really have fully refined the pitch. Right. Uh, and so we decided like, okay, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna work on our pitch first. We're going to try to see if we can write this into a place that we actually enjoy what we've written and we feel good about it. Then we'll record. Yeah. So do you think we managed that? I think so. Yeah, me too. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I feel I feel really good now. And I feel a lot better for a lot of reasons. First of all, I feel like I've slacked up on us and the game and myself in giving giving credit to this thing that we made as something that's actually a little hard to pitch. Uh-huh. Because it's a world building game. But it's not just like this generic European fantasy toolbox. Right. Uh, or sandbox. It's like a, a toolkit for telling stories of worlds in this moment of sudden change and collapse. But it, it tends to tell like a certain type of fantasy. Like it's, it is not, it's not the easiest pitch. Well, this was something we had to kind of rediscover for ourselves as we reviewed the game. In my view, at least I did. Like, when we were looking back at Questlandia and thinking, like, what needs updating? What are we going to change? We looked at things like the the way that character roles in society are determined, which is a table that just says draw a card and the face of your card is what role they'll have. And King's mean they will be actual like royalty or chieftains or bosses and then there's merchants and then there's like laborers and peasants at the bottom 
And we looked at that and we were like, is this too limiting? Should we be changing this chart so that you don't have to have a hierarchical society? And we were considering that for real, you know, and it gets to a question of what's Questlandia about? Yeah. Is it about making any kind of world you want? Or are these important limitations and boundaries? Uh, did you figure it out? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I think that we came to the conclusion that these were important limitations and boundaries. Like, or that, that to change at least the original Questlandia, Questlandia 2 is like a different, different story. But uh -huh. to change the original Questlandia to m remove this uh, social hierarchy was to change what the game was about. And, you know, I was sort of proposing this idea of like, well, let's let's try to remove these hierarchical roles to make the game more like more radical. What if like what if I don't want to play uh, in a society where somebody's a king and somebody's dirt, <laughs> um, uh -huh. uh, maybe literal sentient dirt? <laughs> um, but that was that didn't get the laugh out of you that I expected. Sentient dirt. Yeah, sentient it's because you could play in the game potentially with sentient dirt. I've that might been, be a character. I've just you been just inoculated <laughs> to the weirdness of Questlandia settings at this sentient point. Dirt. I'm like sentient dirt. Sentient yeah, dirt. It yeah, thinks, go on. It, okay. It loves. Go on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know, I was thinking maybe removing those hierarchies was going to make a more radical game, but I think that part of what makes Questlandia radical is that and whatever radical 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 i don't want to like oversell questlandia as a game that's like doing something but it it does feel like it feels like an important part of the game and like the the social hierarchies are really integral to the rest of what the game is doing in terms of like this these connected systemic collapsing pressures that questlandia has always had of like you know, increasing war, which causes famine, and the famine causes labor shortages, and the labor shortages. I mean, that's that's like a part. That's a part of Questlandia, and it is hard for that story to be told. Also, without these social hierarchies, like you kind of you you got you have Jeff Bezos's in Questlandia worlds. They're like space slug Jeff Bezos's, but you like you got them. Mm -hmm. They're they're a big part of the game. And it's not like Questlandia is super, uh, what's the word? When you, uh, like, suck up to royalty. <laughs> it's not like it, uh... Oh, it, uh, uh... Questlandia is not a game that's super into royalty. Yeah. It doesn't think very highly of people in ruling powerful positions. No, I don't think so. And part of the way that's expressed in the game is mechanically... Being the king of your entire society does not give you any extra levers of control over what happens to it compared to a farmer. Which the argument could be made by somebody listening closely that that is an inherent flaw in the game being like, actually radical or something that like a king by nature would have levers of control that they could pull but uh yeah whatever <laughs> that's why we're well this it's arguable what... right like this is this is what i was talking about don't laugh 
Okay. I this don't know is, what you're going to say. This is what I was talking about when I called Questlandia the war and peace of role-playing games. <laughs> Sorry. Which I is not actually I what I said. <laughs> I think I just said something. I just was talking about war and peace. <laughs> war and peace is a history book that had an idea that uh, history is made up of the entirety of a society and not just the kings and rulers and generals up top. And it did a lot to show this idea that Napoleon, for example, was not just a decision maker who was determining the course of history, but Napoleon instead had a cloud of advisors and pressures and a population that was in large part determining what Napoleon could do at any given point. Yeah. I mean, Jeff Bezos didn't go to space on his own. Well, right. And Jeff Bezos didn't exist in a society that allowed billionaires on his own. Like Jeff Bezos didn't invent capitalism. He didn't invent ownership. You know, he just slotted into this shape that was pre-cut by society. The perfect Jeff Bezos-shaped hole in the mountain. Yes. Well, good reference. Thank I like you. that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I like imagining Jeff Bezos like getting all wiggly and strung out in that hole. <laughs> um <laughs> Cut that, cut that. Um <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want to I want to say there have been some people recently who have said some really nice things about Design Doc, like who have said that it's relaxing to listen to. We want to apologize. <laughs> uh, and I'm just thinking about that and I don't know, it just it feels really it feels nice to think that like us uh gently making fun of each other <laughs> that's not that's not what we're doing i think there's probably a lot of podcasts where people like make fun of each other and you're like oh god stop this mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. uh i don't know what it is but i appreciate thinking that this could be relaxing for somebody <laughs> is what i'm trying to say it's very kind so the radical idea of questlandia's mechanics is that we are all swept up in a society's momentum, and we have very few opportunities to make change. But those opportunities come to us at whatever station we are in a society. And then those have to be balanced against both your own goals for your own life, and also your own view of the society you're in, and what's worth protecting what's worth leaving behind. And the mechanics and setup of the game are all geared towards making those moments happen, where you literally, like, who you are in the society, what's happening to the society, what you like about it and what you don't, all comes down to these moments where the dice are rolled and you're realizing, oh, I have to choose kind of letting go of this society and letting it change or letting go of my own goals and my own dreams for what I want to do. And then you make that choice. 
That's a good description that is not described on the Kickstarter page. We're, we're, we're just in pitch mode. Man. We're making <laughs> new pitches every day now. Yeah. So to bring that back around, what that all adds up to is us being like, oh, wait, the, the hierarchies of the character creation have purpose and intention in this game. And we ourselves can get muddled about the idea of like, is this about world building, whatever you like? Is it just about making weird societies or is it about making societies with a certain combination of issues and troubles and ways that people feel detached from their society? And it's the second one. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now we've written a pitch to the game. Like we have our our first words that somebody encounters when they arrive on the Kickstarter page. Mm-hmm. And that was a tricky process. Yeah, it took us like Many full work days, yeah, of refining it, <laughs> and it's not perfect at all. I mean, it, it's not perfect. I think we got to a point though where we're like, this expresses enough of what we want to express in a vibe that feels good to us. Wow, <laughs> I know. I'm trying to change my outlook. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little. This podcast is getting so upbeat. <laughs> getting to that point, it didn't just involve like figuring out what Questlandia was about, which I think we did make some good progress there, but it also involved mm, considering our voice and how we want to speak and sound to people encountering us for the first time or for many times, like. How casual should this description be? How friendly should it be? How flavorful and excited should it be? How sort of down to earth and just like, you know, we'll let you know what you need to know. Yeah, how how like energetic in that like really, you know, capital letters energetic way should it be? <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah which kinda... is a way and it works. That works for some games. Uh-huh. And we ended up trying a lot of different tones. And when we wrote something in a tone that ended up not feeling good, like it felt really not good. Yeah. Like it would like ruin our day to look at what we had written. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know what happens to me. It's like it was one of those, you know, it put it puts me on the ground. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I just wither to the floor and lay on my back. As I've said many times, and then I can't work anymore. Yeah, and I um, can't either because I just wrote a draft, and that was your reaction. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> okay. I'm like, you literally killed me. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating when I say you murdered me with your terrible words. <laughs> that can be the vibe sometimes, and you know, I've grown to accept that. <laughs> I'm like so my drafts have casualties. <laughs> I won't recover from this for days. 
<laughs> so it's interesting finding a right answer to those questions because in a certain sense, there is no right answer. It's totally okay to be uh, extremely excited and energetic. It's totally okay to be like calm and even handed. So like, how do you just, how do you determine what's right? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, for me, it gets, it gets like existential real fast because when I don't feel comfortable with the voice that we're speaking in and a Kickstarter, or if I make a tweet where the minute after I send it out, I'm like, that sounded really egotistical or that didn't hit the right note or that sounded kind of bland. Like I, I go into a weird personal spiral about what it means to like know myself mm -hmm. and know my own voice and like be a person who knows how to be earnest and speak the way I want to speak and like navigate through the world to the, the way I want to navigate through the world. And uh, I know that finding our voice for our Kickstarter pitch of Questlandia is separate from the question of like how well I know myself but you know, it gets it gets kind of knotted up for me. Me too. It really does. Like I'll have just experiences of writing words out, and when I review them, I'm like, "Where did that come from? What is this black sludge within me?" <laughs> it doesn't help that I'm laying on the floor, being like, "What is that black sludge within you?" <laughs> <laughs> but it helps make it clear. I'm like, oh. I'm truly a vile being. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, it's like, it's like what we end up searching for is a sense of sincerity and authenticity and, and I guess understanding like why we're saying what we're saying, where it's coming from within us. And that, that that matters because of what the the places you find within yourself that are generating these words are often places of anxiety, defensiveness, despair, thinking about what if nobody likes this game, thinking what if nobody liked the original game, and now they're coming back with like a really suspicious eye. Yeah, I mean. I mean, we are essentially re-kickstarting our first game. Re-kickstarting Questlandia is like a little bit of a weird window into the past. Like it's like it's like drawing a string for me between 2014 and now. Mm -hmm. And it it brings up things about just like a lot of this work centers around Twitter. And Twitter has its own vibe and it can feel bad and it can feel weird. And it, it just feels like sometimes there's this working on Questlandia feels like there's this string drawn between 2014 and now. And I can see myself sort of gliding along the string. And I think about ideas of like community and popularity and what's what's new and like what's new and hot. Right. in in role-playing games and what's not and questlandia isn't and i don't think it ever has been and it's sometimes i'll say something like this and somebody will argue with me they'll be like no you're cool and hot and i'm like no 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 that's not what i'm saying mm -hmm. like I'm, there are there are games and there are people who just like strike the chord of 
now in this way that's like so amazingly resonant like people that i admire so much like their games are amazing their words are amazing and their way of like moving through like a public space is amazing i feel like i've never quite been able to nail that and part of continuing to make games is like figuring out then what this voice is that's maybe like maybe we're not in the now like we might be a few steps to the side of the now uh it's confronting what it means to be aging in games and to be like potentially on the like on the not younger side of this industry all of these things come up for me working on questlandia mm -hmm. and i they i've lost my thread well, they, that thread started in 2014 and I lost it somewhere trying well, to get to Well, those are things that start writing on the Kickstarter page. Like, it starts shaping the sentences and who we're talking to and the way we're talking about the game and the way we're defending it against internal accusations of being unhip. <laughs> yeah. And there's so many ways you can approach that. I mean, you know, you see sometimes it takes some... Like, I have to resist against the instinct to be like, I know this game's not the new hotness, you guys. Uh, but, like, that's not the way I want to talk about my work or mm -hmm. anything in my life. So, yesterday, we made the original free because it was free RPG day. So, the original PDF of Questlandia was free. And we posted it all over the place, including Reddit, which is a spooky place. But we went there anyway. <laughs> you went there. I went there. <laughs> and I was struck by the difference, the sort of emotional difference that I had thinking about the Twitter audience versus the Reddit audience. And a big part of that is like you go to the RPG subreddit and it has... 1,400,000 subscribers. That's a lot of people. And the thing about Twitter, and you know, I'm, this depends on who you're following and what you get, but with my timeline, I get the sense that there's like somewhere between 50 and 200 people who care about role-playing games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not small exactly, but it feels reminiscent in this way and in the way you were saying of like, you know, kind of like a middle school <laughs> <laughs> where it's like there's like 200 people. There's a couple super popular, very, very in, very now people. <laughs> uh -huh. They're doing their thing. It's amazing how they walk through the space. Yeah. People are, are just losing it. You're like, and it's oh hard my not God. to feel like you're just sort of off to the side Coolest as a background. backpack ever. Yeah. And everything they say is so cool. Everybody's flipping their jig about it. And it's like, who's flipping their jig about me? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so... Then you step into Reddit, and suddenly you're talking to 1,400,000 people. So now it's like talking to a nation. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nation of people who consider themselves 
fans of tabletop role-playing games. <laughs> and it gives a sense of scale that's missing from the conversations we're usually in. Because it feels so natural to me to feel like everybody's heard of Questlandia. It is so old and so boring. <laughs> and then I look at that million four hundred thousand and it's like maybe one percent of those people have heard of Questlandia. Yeah. We have hundreds of thousands of people who are who are primed to encounter this for the first time and have their own experiences with it. Like it's absolutely new to so many people and to those people it is it has every possibility of being worthwhile and meaningful those could be the people who well to mention another tangent part of the work of of getting this kickstarter together was reviewing what people have said about questlandia in the past uh seven years yeah <laughs> and part of that was encountering lots of people who said they loved it. They just loved it. They connected with the game and it meant a lot to them. And they've played it multiple times, which is amazing to me. It's like there's a bajillion games. Like, how could you play any game twice? Seriously. Um, it has a special place for a lot of people. And those hundreds of thousands of new people, for all of them, it's possible that it could be just as special a connection that's made. And... To sort of consolidate that feeling, it was like just it met with a really nice reception. It did. I know. You know, I'm consistently surprised by uh, Reddit as a place where it's like. I mean, if you have 1.4 million people, some of them are bound to be decent, uh -huh. and you strike a good tone. Also, I mean, I feel like you're you're. It's hard to argue with your tone. It's. It's like gentle and giving. If somebody is going to come into that thread and be like, I hate this game, they're just going to seem like an asshole. But whatever <laughs> you would say to them would be perfect and balanced. Uh, I'd be like, return. I love you. <laughs> I will hold you. And we will take this pain out of you. <laughs> exactly. Um, it was a really good reminder for me that uh, even role-playing games aren't, like, as small as I keep imagining, and that there are still people to reach. And we've talked about this. It reminds me of what we were talking about in that episode where I was talking about TurboTax guy, uh, <laughs> yeah. which I kept calling it TurboTax. What I meant was, um, what's the what's the other one? QuickBooks, QuickBooks, Qu QuickBooks. Quicken. Yeah, I don't like, know why. What's Quicken? Quicken. What's Quicken? Maybe it used to be QuickBooks. Quicken? We shouldn't talk about Quicken anyway. on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Strike uh, that. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I said TurboTax the whole episode, but when we were canceling our QuickBooks account and the guy on the phone just wanted to talk to me for 45 minutes about tabletop role-playing games and what we were making and how his uh -huh. family loved games and was always trying to find new games. And that's Obviously, reaching the subreddit for role-playing games, you're already sort of talking to those people. Um, but I'm I'm constantly impressed and surprised by some of the reception that we've had on Reddit when we've waded into there. And it, I, it left me with a really good feeling by the end of the day, 
yesterday. Yeah. Like, whatever happens, however small or medium-sized the Kickstarter is. I don't want to say big. I'm not expecting it to be big. I don't know. Big? Whatever. Small, be, medium, uh, or big? Throw oh, out a big. Okay. Whatever. I mean, I, that was, be big. those are the three sizes. So. <laughs> 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 Whatever small, medium, big size it is, that like there are still people to reach um, and that some of these people will be happy. Happy people. I'm still people. laughing about the three sizes. It's good. <laughs> yeah i think some of the people are going to be happy and i think there's just i mean one thing about a a reddit a subreddit i'm not going to talk about the reddit much longer we just love talking about reddit whoop de doo i'm just i want to say and no offense to any redditors (laughs) but like sometimes a subreddit can be a little grumpy grumpy is a good word yeah you know sometimes people who are deep into a hobby can get into some like ranting and complaining modes and that kind of like that kind of frictional energy can carry the day generate a lot of conversation a lot of angst and it really felt like all the sweeties came out of the woodwork to be like Questlandia that's a wonderful game I had a great time with it so nice and like I I love that. <laughs> That's all. That's it's so nice. <laughs> so I think that is all to say that you know going into this Kickstarter, Wednesday October twentieth is when it launches. We'll let everybody know that. I'll say it again at the end. Uh, uh-huh. That I'm feeling a really good vibe. Yeah, part of the what was affirming about yesterday was that we pitched the game, and people responded to that pitch. That's true. And started to feel like, oh, okay, we can talk about this game in a way that gets people interested and gives them an actual understanding of what we're talking about, and they don't just bully us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, the next few days for us, we are clearly back in a deadline zone. Yeah, we, we are, are no longer in the, the negative space. Highly deadline motivated right now. <laughs> um, and running a little behind. Well, not behind. I mean, we, you know, this is, we're trying to make this a chill Kickstarter. Like, this is a Kickstarter for a an updated edition, reprint, 1.1 edition, whatever you want to call it, of Questlandia 1. Like, we're trying mm-hmm. to, we're trying to make this a little bit chill. Um, and yet. And yet there's still a lot of work. I mean, we just refined the pitch. So there's a lot of stuff on the page that we have to refine. We're we're going to be really working the next few days. I'm going to be cranking out some new art and laying out some new sort of additional play aids and templates and tables and stuff like that. And we are doing a play kit to Lux deluxe episode podcast yeah, listeners i know remember will, that <laughs> will recognize um but we are doing a play kit that has all the supplies you need to play the game and we have ideas of how to make it really pretty and enjoyable to open mm-hmm. and feel special while also navigating what it's like to not be able to find a single pad of paper anywhere in this town because we are in a paper shortage in the world mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i can't find a pad of tear-off, like, to-do list note paper anywhere in Western Massachusetts. So 
if you do check out the Kickstarter, pay close attention to whether there's a pad of paper displayed on our page. Because I think I might just end up stealing one with the Adobe watermark on it and just photoshopping it You might it just it see like a clip our... art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just superimposed. <laughs> Over the deluxe edition basket. So yeah, stuff like that. You know, the things you do. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's what the, I, I think the work, our work for the next few days is very, very directed. It's pretty clear to me. If this episode is releasing before Wednesday, it's a miracle. You're all encountering a miracle <laughs> yeah. in that world. Um, but in any case, go to go to Kickstarter and search for Questlandia updated. Yeah, you know? after I'm not sure if you can find like I don't know how it works when a Kickstarter's only a pre-launch page. If it is before Wednesday, you can find like if you you know follow me on Twitter or if you go to turtlebun.com, I've put the link. There's like a little pre-launch page where you can click notify me when the project launches. Right. Uh, and I would love for people to We are just sign up watching that. that number We're obsessively. Just like, yeah, okay. We got to a hundred people. Wowie zowie. <laughs> uh but you know, if this is after Wednesday the twentieth, then um we invite you to back the campaign. Yeah. If you want, I don't know, do what you want. I don't know. Yeah, I'm we're not, not going to say it. Live your life. It, it could be any of the sizes. <laughs> <laughs> Small, medium, or large. We're okay with anything. Um, Yeah, find it on Kickstarter or go to turtlebun.com. Turtlebun.com. It's fun to write. You know, you type that in. You just feel good. Like a little gentle like a little gentle boost that'll get you through the hour we designed that website it's full of it's full of intentional efforts to make it readable and enjoyable if you haven't been to turtlebun.com <laughs> yeah loving you're this, a missing out this pitch you're missing the the hotness in your middle school cafeteria Listen. <laughs> stale bread to some fresh bread to others uh so that's what we got. I know that this is just like, you know, some people gave us some shit. Oh, shoot. I wanted to be able to make this a non-explicit episode. Some people gave us some shoot for... Uh, <laughs> just beep uh, it. Just do a little beep. Bloop. Some you people... got to do it, but oh, like overlay the actual <laughs> word. <laughs> some people gave us some bloop <laughs> for... <laughs> I forgot how that works. <laughs> you can't just say bloop later. <laughs> well that's good though because you can cut that bloop and then paste it on top of the sound okay um it's gonna sound really funny some people gave us some bloop for when we launched mud and then never even did an episode about it it was like you know a month later we were like we did a kickstarter you missed it um so, <laughs> i can't believe we did that <laughs> so i feel like after we've talked about quest on this podcast for like you know over three years now i want people to not be like literally we missed this isn't the questlandia 2 kickstarter to be fair want to make that to very be real clear. clear we'll talk more about that this distinction in the next episode bit of a blurry <laughs> distinction it will become more clear over time we do have a master plan Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> a grand plan it's like a small, medium, or big plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that the, the the distinction has gotten a little bit confusing between que which Questlandia this is. Uh, this is the first one. This but is it's the all, first one. It's, it's so new. It's, it's updated. so updated. Uh, the Kickstarter talks all about it. 
Yeah. But what was I saying? Oh, but what I was saying was, you know, I'm trying to, (laughs) we're trying to get an episode out so people will not feel totally caught off guard by the fact that the Kickstarter is happening. Maybe only a little caught off guard. Yeah. I mean, we're feeling caught off guard. It's only fair. That's true. Uh, but yeah, well, hopefully we'll see some people for the the fresh bread hot backpack that we're about to serve up next week. I'm, just, I'm processing the metaphors. I know, it's me happening. Too. Let's it's just churning. stop. Let's just stop now. <laughs> <laughs> The Design Doc intro-outro theme was written by our friend, musician Pat King. You didn't thank Pat? Oh, thank you, Pat. Thanks, Pat. We always say thanks, Pat. Get lost, Pat. (laughs) (laughs) Let me pull up our blurbs. Design Doc is hosted by the One Shot Podcast Network. Another show on that network is Neo Scum. Neo Scum is a narrative comedy comedy Neo Scum is a narrative comedy podcast featuring five Chicago improvisers antagonizing their way through the role-playing classic Shadowrun. It follows a group of misfits and outsiders. Z Okay, I'm going to have to boost this font up. I'm so sorry. All right. Okay. 150% font. Listen. There we go. Let's try that again. It follows a group of misfits and outsiders. Z, the acerbic cyber to... I'm starting again this whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of words. Neo Scum is a narrative comedy podcast featuring five Chicago improvisers antagonizing their way through the role-playing classic Shadowrun. It follows a group of misfits and outsiders. Z, the acerbic cyber troublemaker. Pox, the candy junkie klepto from across the pond. Tech wizard, the public excess actor with a petulant thirst for adventure. And Dak Rambo, the nastiest trucker this side of the robo Mason Dixon. Join the irascible Neoscum crew on a puerile rock and road trip through a weirdo world of tomorrow. Dolan out street justice to every deep they encounter, whether they deserve it or not. Hey, did you know that we do Let's Plays now, too? Shoot! We do one-shots? We did a Let's Play. Oh, what? no, what do you call it? An actual play. An actual Clearly play. Clearly we're not. We don't do them that much that we know what they're called. What do the kids call it? <laughs> we did a play play. <laughs> if, if you are a backer of the one shot patreon uh they have i think their five dollar a month and up level you have access to like their secret archives we did an actual play of questlandia where we did some character creation uh and it was really fun so you can listen to that if you're a one shot patron and i think we're gonna we're gonna try if we can get away with it to sneak that recording onto our own patreon as well which I invite you to join because joining Patreons is hip and cool and it makes you popular. Yeah. It's like, come on, everybody wants a hot backpack. That's uh, patreon.com slash turtle bun or probably the, it's probably slash one shot to get to the one shot Patreon. Yeah. This part, this is just falling apart. We it's all, That's our thing. We fall <laughs> apart at the end. <laughs> at the end. <laughs> <laughs>
That's why people listen. They're I like, I want to so. hear it break down. <laughs> I want to feel better about my own life. <laughs> So I hope that some of you will join us for the Questlandia updated and expanded edition Kickstarter launching Wednesday, October 20th. Thank you for your support. Wait, can I say one more thing? Yeah, sure. Why okay. not? If you're still with us, maybe leave a little, leave a little review. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, let's just keep this going. Leave let's a just little leave, review. It'll be like that movie where you think it's ending. You feel like it's gone through you gotta the You got to run a whole bunch of credits. And then you check your quick. watch and you're like, this movie still has 45 minutes left? <laughs> what the frick? What the bloop? Um, we, we were looking at our iTunes reviews and there are the nicest reviews in the world there. It made me feel so much better about me and this podcast and my life it's very effective <laughs> yeah. yeah it's really nice when when people say nice things uh not that that's what you have to do if you leave a review there you know three star it whatever Oof, rough that hurts me a little bit but also like i can take it if you're just like every end of the podcast <laughs> is a freaking disaster i was trying to listen to the next thing but they just kept talking they just kept i am trapped going. in this podcast i'm still here <laughs> i am writing this review from the podcast four stars uh is that it? Is this the real end? Is that all we have? That's it. That's the real end. All right. Thanks for listening, heroes. We'll see you soon. <laughs>